I, back in the day, I would mess with it, try yeah, to get someone in there. Too many reviews. Yeah, but now I just let it let it ride, and it's they've been booking every single freaking day. The, yeah. These last minute bookings are legit, man. Mm-hmm. All the way. <laughs> the Airbnb's filled with like, especially if you don't take bookings on homeway. Airbnb's just straight filled up with like last minute travelers. Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts. Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. <laughs> Man, we haven't been on in a while, huh? Look who's in studio. Yeah, yeah, came back to the studio. Micah, Micah in the house. Yeah. The mic rocker. <laughs> <laughs> what you been up to, Stevie Stacks? Well, hold on, what episode are we on? We are on episode 84 of your favorite Airbnb, VRBO, Turo, etc. Get the hustle on, podcast, entrepreneurship, all that good stuff in the world. Live, let, thrive. In the world? Okay, we're taking over the world, Craig. <laughs> we got fans from all over. Yeah, man. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we've been all over since the last time we casted, right? We've been traveling. Yeah, Where you, where'd you go? <laughs> I went... To a little place called Argentina. Oh, you went to Argentina? Yeah. Did you stay in an Airbnb? I stayed, yeah, actually. Part of my trip, I stayed in this um, amazing Airbnb in the in the middle in the heart of Palermo. That's like a, it's in Buenos Aires. It's part of Buenos Aires called Palermo. Okay. And um, I mean, this was like a deluxe sky rise apartment in the sky, man. It just like. Um, luxury i mean it was insane it was only 100 bucks a night right two bedroom three bath the shower all modern as yeah. freak and um of course you know security entrance and gate yeah. gated and i mean all the <laughs> we had rented a car right yeah and so we rented like a little ford um whatever the Toro. yeah <laughs> they didn't have Toro over there but they the, yeah oh, they don't okay. have Toro. but we rented some little ford you know thing it was mid-size and um when we're parking in this, you know, sub-level parking garage, you know, it's all Beamers and, and Mercedes, and it's all these people. <laughs> the rich people of um, of Argentina live there, you know. And I'm, that's what I was wondering. Man, they're letting them do Airbnb in this motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> they're For probably now. looking like, look at the Americans over there in the Ford Focus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For now, anyways, they're letting them. But, but, yeah. um, but it's 100 bucks a night. You know, and, and I... We'll dive right into. It. I, I gave these um, these fine um, hosts. I'm going to put a link on our on our show to their um, Airbnb. It's freaking beautiful, luxury. You'll love it if you go. Cheap man, and this. I mean, it's it's like twenty. It was twenty seven stories up in the sky. It had a wraparound scenic view of the city. It's like I was staying in like a Manhattan skyline, man. It was it was unreal, Dang, dude. I have to mess with yeah. that. That's, that's pretty dope. And so, um, yeah, wraparound view of the city and um, balcony outside overlooking everything, you know, had, had, had so many things to mention. But anyways, I was telling I was, you know, kind of, you know, going back and forth with the go- the, the host a little bit saying, you know, I, you know, we, we kind of do an Airbnb show. And I, and I noticed a few things about how you're running your Airbnb. I mean, it's it, it stays booked and you got it a hundred bucks a night every single night, you know, weekends and weekdays. I was like. Um, you might consider doing a few things. First of all, <laughs> don't allow one single day bookings on the weekends because that could mess up some money for you. And yeah. um, and second of all, you might check into a pricing app, and especially you want to price your day your weekends higher than your mm-hmm. weekdays. And um, 
Because you could, I mean, you're st- you're staying booked, but you could do you could make a lot more money off this place. This is like yeah. luxury right here. Mm-hmm. So, oh, we just you know we kind of just started a couple months ago, and and so we're learning and this and that. But thank you for all your advice. You know, uh, I was thinking, wow, they better not jack the price up on me <laughs> when yeah, I come that's back. What I was thinking, man, hey, don't be dealing with all that advice. Hey, I'm trying to go to Argentina and stay in the, <laughs> the sky rise for a hundred dollars a night, man. You you got to tell your boy Mike, and then you yeah, tell him to get yeah. up your price. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just, um, yeah, it was uh, an amazing place, and um, and so, anyways, that's uh, yeah, we, we I did, you know, I, I had spring, we had spring break going on. I, I did a, a Corpus trip at first, okay. and then, and then um, the second half we went to uh, Argentina for our buddy's wedding. Okay, so oh, that you went was to a um, too. me too. Yeah, and um, so it was fun, man. It was it was action packed, man. What you been up to? Man, dude, I went to so I went to South by Southwest two K nineteen. Nice. That was lit. Um, <laughs> um, uh, it was pretty cool because my nephew got to perform, and I was actually shocked. You know, I was like, "Dang, you're already performing at South by Southwest." You know, he's a rapper. And I was like, "Dang, you know, he's only 19." I was like, "That's pretty cool." So I did that. Went to South by. Um, then I got back from South by, and we went back home to Portland. Um, we were only there for a weekend. Went there for a wedding. Um, shout out to my friend Lene and Tyler for getting married. Um, they got married. We went up there. We actually stayed at Airbnb. You know, and I don't like giving them my money, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was a dope. The only reason I really truly stayed at it is because I had a hundred dollar credit on my uh, line. Yeah, and, like it was for a hundred dollars. So I was like, okay, let me uh, go ahead and stay in this Airbnb and use the hundred dollar credit. We used the credit, and then we only paid like eighty six dollars for the whole place for that night because we only needed it for one night. Um, and I was kind of the same way about giving out tips. But instead of giving them tips, I just wrote our podcast on the uh, on their thing. We we're like, hey, we're the hosts of Live Let Thrive, and then, you know, I was like, well, I'll just let them find out that way. But <laughs> yeah, so yeah, because the one thing I noticed because we booked it real late at night. It was like not real late, but it was like at nine o'clock, and it was instant book. And one of the suggestions for me to them, which I didn't tell them, but we instant booked it, and when we instant booked it, we ended up not being able to get the check-in instructions because they don't have automatic uh, automatic uh, messaging system. Okay, okay. So I had to knock on their door because they live on premises. It was a it was actually a house that I actually want would want. They have two Airbnbs next to their house because they live in a triplex. Oh. Man, it was a dope Airbnb too. It was like a little <laughs> small one bedroom, one bath. Everything was fully upgraded, kitchen. And then the I, I we didn't get to see the second one, but they they pretty much have two full-blown Airbnbs next to them. They don't they don't see the guests or anything. So they charge like hundred something dollars a night for both of them. I'm like, oh yeah, they paying their rent. Cause yeah, me and my mahogany was looking, she was like, Man, I moved back to Portland for this and then I was like, You sure? He's like, Well, the weather. I was like, Yeah, I ain't coming back up here. But yeah, man, it was pretty dope, you know. Uh so that was Portland. But, yeah, that was Portland. We're in Portland and Salem. We're all And, and they allow Airbnb in Portland. Yeah, but it's strict. Like they make you uh like after we checked out, she was like, Hey, I'm gonna have to ask you for your uh, driver's license. Uh, no, your uh, your your full name, your address, and I need the, your tags off your car and your make and model of your car. She's like, "Yeah, Portland requires us to collect this information." I was like, "What? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, good thing I'm in a rental car." So I just took pictures of the tags, gave it to her, and told her what kind of car it was. It was a rental car anyway. Um, yeah. Speaking of rental cars, you know that they they rent to people under 25 now. Really? Yeah. Oh, but they charge a premium, right? Yeah, they charge saying? a premium rate. Oh, okay. I was like, but 
I talked to my boy. He was like, it's been like that. He goes, yeah, you charge a premium rate. Because I thought that was new since Turo came about. But it mm-hmm. ain't. It's been like that for a while. Because I'm like, I think it seemed like the rental car company was kind of seeing like what the share economy. I thought they were kind of like scoping out what the share economy is doing to other industries. And they're like, well, let's change something to you know stay competitive. You know? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, man, it was a pretty dope trip. Uh, then I'm going to – I'm about to take another trip in May. I'll be going to the Bahamas. Oh, and after nice. that, I'm a funny because I, I keep telling people the only part of the United States I haven't been to is New York. We're going to try to go to New York in September, right before it gets cold. Sweet. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. I love New York. New York's, really? See, I've never beautiful. been, man. Yeah, it's it's uh, the city that never sleeps, man. You going uh, just you and your wife? Yeah. No kid? No, no kid. Oh, yeah, you can party all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to do, we try to do every 90 days just go on a trip, just us two. And then, yeah, that's how you do it, man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's 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 big time. That's big time. So we're both been both been really busy. You you still busy with work and stuff, huh? Yeah, a little bit busy with work, man. Work's cool, you know. Uh, but doing the Airbnb thing, man. The last two weeks, man. People been losing keys, man. I'm like, what the hell? But yeah, made some extra money off of it, you know. Charged the hell out of them. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you got to do that. But I'll, yeah, I, speaking of work. Yeah. I wanted to bring something up, and and it's funny because like <clears throat> you know I I have my job's cool in the spec in the aspect that I that we fly for free. Oh, that's yeah. like the coolest that. benefit uh, that I mean that's that's why I started working there. <laughs> that's why I started, and, and it sucked at, at the beginning because you know I when I started there I was making like seven bucks an hour a long time ago right yeah. when I was uh, nineteen years old yeah so I was nineteen I'm in college barely making you know enough to pay for whatever just the, the regular things and um but you know my my family was flying around on my tickets and as soon as I got my tickets and you know oh, the man. and I'm like I'm over here busting my hump, you know, full-time college, full-time job, and trying to, you know, I can't afford to go anywhere, and they're flying around on my shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Rolling around on your buddy pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it felt at first, you know. But then, you know, slowly you, you get raises, and, and you can start affording to go travel and stuff. <laughs> but it was, it's, it was funny. So I've been there for, I've been there for, um, since 97. Dang, man. That's still so. 22 years? uh it's going on 22 years so it's um yeah man and it's so uh, flight benefits are like infused in who i am now i love hopping on a plane and going somewhere man i've been to a lot of spots and so but and and that's one thing like um trying to reach financial freedom yeah i'm not the biggest fan of where i'm working right now but i was i've always i'm I was always thinking, man, if I do bounce early, I want to be sure to keep those flight benefits. Yeah. And so I I, uh, I hit up HR, and I was like, you know, I heard about this formula y'all have, like years of service plus age. If it equals 65, you can bounce and, or you can, you can retire and keep your flight benefits. Mm-hmm. And so I will reach this magic number. Three years? On, no, look, cl- well, closer. On February 1st, Ooh. 2020. I will hit that mark where I'll have I'll have the formula the six I'll have sixty five point one and point oh one and that'll be I can retire at that date and keep my flight benefits. That's pretty sweet. I could even hop to another whatever job I want to try, and I just I just looking at that date now. Now now it seems real. It seems attainable. If I can put into put everything into place where I'm getting my cash flows and it's yeah. taking care of us and stuff, and I can and I can bounce. 
February 1st, 2020. And keep my flight benefits. That would be sweet. Oh, I did. <laughs> I did. And then I was thinking, and then I should go probably work for a hotel chain next. That way we get free flights and free hotels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could, man. Learn the, learn the tricks of the trade. I told my cousin that, too. And he was like, yeah, you know. He said, yeah, that'd be a good idea. He's like, he's like um, I was like, yeah, I'll come in there. I'll come in there all strutting and say, hey, y'all, I've been doing Airbnb for a few years, so I can teach y'all some things. <laughs> there you go. Use that to your advantage. <laughs> yeah. Straight They'd up. They'd be like, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Airbnb is shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, because I ain't going to lie. In Austin, we stayed in a hotel. Of course, it was free. You know, I used my points. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we, we stayed at the high rise in Austin, Omni downtown. Oh. We're looking all the downtown. Dude. You posted that picture, too, of yeah. you standing by the window. Oh. I was like, man, that's a nice Airbnb. Oh, yeah. And what'd you say? Oh, yeah, I said F Airbnb. You said F Airbnb. the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was pretty dope. So, yeah, if you could do, man. February 1st, 2020, dude. That would be dope. If you could keep all your flight benefits, retire. How many houses are you up to now? Four? We're working on number four. That's the other big news right now. We're working on number four right now. So, this is the question I had. <laughs> how has the Hearst house been... How was how the long-term tenant thing going? She moves in April 1st. So, I have... I've been airbnb all this time. And I've been freaking killing it, dude. <laughs> that sucks. Is she, are you making more than she, what she's gonna pay? Currently, yes. And then the summertime ain't even got here yet. That's when I make the big bucks. So, and and the funny thing is, you know, and this this is a, a tip for all you Airbnbers out there. If we ever give you all any information, we we mostly just bullshit. But we get <laughs> here's a tip. I have my calendar set right. I'm uh, you know I had even up the prices a little bit, and um, I'm just like you know this month coming up to to April first when a, when a long term renter is gonna move in. If I don't get booked, I don't get booked. I can go in there and do some things I need to do, whatever. Yeah. But they've been booking it, dude. And even like, even like the next. Okay, I'll be like, okay, tomorrow no one's booked, and tomorrow the next day no one's booked. I can go in there and do some. And then like that that day, some freak somebody will book it. I mean, I hadn't yeah. usually in the past. I'd be like, oh fuck, I ain't got nobody. So I, I'd lower my prices before you know. I'd lower. Mm-hmm. I'd freak out and start lowering my prices. I just been sitting steady. And then how many reviews you had? Man. Like, I don't know, 50, 60? Oh, I, yeah, I you don't need guess. to yeah, you don't need guess. lower your price. You're in the DFW, man. No, but I'm just saying, like, the day before or two days out, you know, in the middle of the week, I, I, back in the day, I would mess with it, try yeah, to get someone in there. Too many reviews. Yeah, but now I just let it let it ride, and it's they've been booking every single freaking day. The, yeah. These last-minute bookings are legit, man. Mm-hmm. All the way. <laughs> the Airbnb's filled with, like, especially if you don't take bookings on homeway, Airbnb's just straight filled up with, like, last-minute travelers. You know, um, speaking of that, my house in Arkansas is like that. And I'm shocked. Like, but I'm like charging eighty hundred dollars a night now. I only got 20 reviews. People are booking it because I set up price labs. Man, that's been killing it for me. Like I got people booking for like one hundred and twenty dollars a night. I'm like, dang, they get paying this in like this small town. That's how I kind of reconsider. Like I told you, man, I'm looking for a multifamily, but. I'm like, dang, if I can do this well with a single family in the middle of Arkansas, I might be able to kill it in Dallas, man. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking at some off-market deals. Right. Yeah, you know, to kind of keep that equity already in there and then just do a little fix-up on it. But, yeah, dude, yeah, don't, don't, don't. Once you hit a certain number of reviews, you ain't got to, you really ain't got to message your price and, like, lowering it. Especially you throw price labs on that bad boy. 
Price right. Labs is the truth. And I haven't used them yet because I'm already winding down yeah, my... Um, no but I will... I told my wife that... Um, is she on a year lease? She'll be on a year lease, yeah. But I, I told you already. I told you. And I said, if you ever need to go out of town or something, let me know. We can Airbnb the house, and we can split the money. You know. Yeah. So in other words, I'm running her Airbnb for 50%, which is not a bad deal. It's yeah. my house anyways, right? Yeah. And so... Um, well, I was going to get at... Oh, here's one thing, too. And did I tell you about the new house at all? No, no, no. You it. ain't talking about okay. the new house. We're closing... We're closing, currently closing on the house. Oh, snap! It's over there, and um, it's it's off of, like, um, Hearst, and uh, it's kind of like Hearst-Fort Worth border with the Trinity and um, Precinct. Yeah, yeah. And so, Where you were before. So we, we, like, we like that area. And um, anyways, one thing, you know, and, and, I've, and I've heard, and I've, okay, this is, this is a life, it's weird. It's a lifelong dream of mine, and, but I've been warned about it by a lot of people, you know, it's a lot of work, blah, 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 but I've always wanted to have a swimming pool. Okay. In ground swimming pool, no bullshit above the ground bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want. I've always wanted to have a swimming pool, especially here in Texas. It's hot as hell in the summer times, and I just love to have something to dip into. And so, um, this house has a swimming pool. Mm-hmm. Getting a good, good, good price on it, I believe. You know, two story, and it has a big yard too. It has What's a big that? yard and a swimming pool. Dang. And it's so, hard to find um, it, Texas. it's hard to find that, and it's the area we want to be. And so. Um, we said let's do it, you know, and so we put in for it. We got we got the you know accepted, and um, and now we're going through the the closing process. Mm-hmm. And so, but I was like, man, I was just thinking to myself, this would be a badass Airbnb because it's got a swimming pool. Man, I could jack yeah. up the rates on that. <laughs> I heard it's a liability. I yeah, I said I'd be hearing. I've heard that from a lot of people. I said they say it's a too. it's a hole in the ground that you throw money into. They call it money pit. <laughs> but but here's the thing if i wanted to outsource that it would cost 100 like 127 bucks a month and someone would take care of the pool for me right okay and so that ain't too bad if you think about it that's like four hours overtime for me i could hit that mark and um so and overtime for you you charge that in your airbnb (laughs) price what do you mean man (laughs) (laughs) you running an airbnb business are you working to run your business (laughs) really you could (laughs) Actually, you could up your cleaning fee to like $75 per stay. Mm-hmm. That's like, what, more than half of it. Plus, you'll make it back on your nightly rentals. Especially if you if you legit can, you know what I'm saying, if you can get somebody to run it for how much, you say, a month? To to run it? To, 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 oh, to clean it. To pull. Oh, yeah, like 127 I saw it for 127 bucks a month. That's oh, man, that's an operating cost. You can write it. Yeah, and I don't have to, yeah, I don't have to clean shit. They yeah. they do the chemicals, they clean it and all that stuff, you know. That's not a bad that's not a bad deal. Now, how often are they cleaning it though? I don't know. I first time I had a pool, but I just know the maintenance runs around that price. So because I, I only think the, the only problem I can see is of like I don't know. Like guests can't mess up a pool too bad, can they? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You know, that's what I'm asking. I don't know. I know um, a friend of the show, Cammy, said something about um, some guests messed up their their pump and, and a bunch. You know, they messed up oh. something like that, and that cost a lot of money. See, but your pump, like, where is it? But it, this to isn't. It? But this, yeah, but this pump is like away from the pool, so I don't okay. see. I don't. Well, I think most of them are, but I don't. Like I said, I don't know a lot about a pool. I don't think they could jack it up. It's it's. Um, Tell I you what, I'll ask my neighbor. I, my neighbor behind me, he has a pool. Oh, okay. Cool. And he, he his is in ground. He. he decked his out like i was there watching him build it like he decked it out like he, <laughs> it's got lights in, uh, in it 
He's got oh, lights nice. in it, and he put like the like tile around it, and he got the tile coming in under it. Like it's 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 dope. <laughs> like he, they go swimming at night, and it. it's pretty dope. He keeps telling me, "Man, come over and come swimming." I'll, I'll eventually do it, but yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's 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 a big deal for me. I've been warned. I know. And I think a lot of people that that have warned me are the ones that are cleaning it themselves, and that it's yeah. been in a lot of time. So, but if I get outsource that, and then like you said, and I wouldn't, you know, because we're gonna be living there. Yeah. So I told my wife, well, we could whenever we travel, I'm gonna throw it on Airbnb, and yeah. and um, and it'll pay for our whole trip. I think it it'll mm-hmm. do good because it's like pretty. It's it's a four bedroom, but it's pretty much a five bedroom because it has an extra room that's like a what's it called a theater room, theater whatever. Room. And okay. so, but I was like, that can make that a bedroom too. And I mean, it has. I mean, yeah, a lot of people could um could stay there potentially. Okay, so. We should have called this episode Steve's Financial Freedom. <laughs> so this is what you can do. Ah, uh, here we go. How much? You saying you got a, so how many bedrooms and baths? Isn't it? It's um, uh, like I said, it, it's considered four bedroom, three bath. Mm-hmm. But you have the extra theater. That extra that theater room could be an extra bedroom too. So, so it's like a five, five bedroom, three, three bath. So you got a five yeah. three. Right. So what you do is in one year can either bounce to another house or just move back into this house or another house. Actually, you really might want to bounce back to your old Hearst. Well, not nah, is that going to be too small for your family? The Hearst one? Yeah, you can't go from living in five bedrooms to going back to three. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah. That's, well, I don't know unless you're ready to retire. That's a good question, man. Because my parents, when they left, because my parents, they didn't, well, they didn't downgrade either. They went from a four to a four at retirement. They were like, no, they said it's hard to downgrade. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Yeah, it, that's true. Because I've always, my, my retirement plan is to retire in my condo. Really? Yeah. If if, if I can, like, re- I want to retire in Ghana, but I want to be able to just have my condo and just retire there. Whatever, you'll be written that out too. <laughs> I will, no, I will. But I, when like, you're not using it. Yeah, when I'm not, not using it, it yeah. But then the, if you can retire in something small, you know, but... But my thing is, if you maybe, you know, you, you might be there. If you Airbnb, because if you Airbnb this, I don't know if you want to do it, but if you do this. I want to. I want to. And, I um, think you're in the zone, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, in the, I'm in a nice spot to Airbnb. No, V-Zone. You think so? Yeah, the planning zone, you're like, here. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I'll have to look at the map again. I'll have to see the map again. Also, the good thing, well, I was thinking the good thing about your house, your neighbors will never know. Not where I'm positioned. They yeah, see they would it. never know because no. you could, are you going to have them enter your side gate? Yeah, I'll leave a clicker and they can interact. Oh, with I'll never see no it. cars. You'd kill it. <laughs> that's that's the whole thing. If they don't see no cars, they ain't know what's going on. Now we got a thing going on. There's a they're trying to put together a lawsuit against Arlington so we can yeah. be able to pay people can, people can continue to um, Airbnb. Yeah, and so um, I chatted back and forth with the guy because he had mentioned something. You know, you know that. He said, you know, we need to do this lawsuit and this and that because they cities have a way of finding your Airbnb even if you try to go underground and this and that. And I was like, and I just questioned, hey, you know, so how does how do cities, you know, find people that are cloaking their Airbnbs? And he's like, well, you know, I there's various ways, you know, it would be too long to write a long uh, message or a text or something like that. But they got ways to do it. If you go to the meeting, then, we'll, you know, we'll talk about how they're doing it. I'm like, okay, okay. I just wanted to hear like an answer, you know. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I keep saying I think it's Airbnb giving up your information, but I don't know. Like, people keep saying they don't give up the information, then how are they getting it? But I, now, I mean, if even you, if, now, if you put the pin somewhere else, does that actually work? The, the pin just cloaks your location. Like, hey, if we post it right here, it'll say we're here, but if we post it down the street, it'll just say we're in that area. But there's an issue with that. You might get a, you're going to get a bad review on loca- accuracy and location. Hmm. Hmm. That's the only problem with doing that. Oh, well. But well, if you like the girl who did your Viridian, you can't really get a bad review if you drop it in the middle of the lake. <laughs> I mean, you. <laughs> I mean, you know for a fact it's somewhere on that lake, you know, so hey, you know you're getting a lake house, you know. That's that's pretty genius right there. You don't know which one, but you're getting one, you know. <laughs> But so yeah, man. I'm, I mean, I think it's a it'd be a great Airbnb, the new house, and it has yeah. a swimming pool. I mean, and, and I'll tell you, whenever whenever I look to go anywhere first, like a vacation or just anywhere, Correct. like even San, even San Antonio, whatever, I'll um I always check. I always put in there on the amenities. I always put swimming pool because I want to have a swimming pool wherever I go. Mm-hmm. If I can't find nothing, fine. I'll just you know I'll remove it and get whatever. But I always the first thing I want in a place is like it's kind of like a vacation. I want to have a swimming pool. Yeah. And so um, I'm thinking, man, if we had that place, if we, you know, Airbnb it out, shoot, get the swimming pool people in there. They pay extra, they pay a premium for a swimming pool. Yeah, they pool. will. Now my question is this: though, on swimming pools, now the girl who said her pump was broken, do swimming pools attract partiers? Because I'm, I'm kind of thinking like this: if you're going to rent it out when you're on vacation, meaning you usually vacation on weekends, right? Right, right. Do you think th- I would talk to her about that? Weekends or a week trip? Matter of um, fact, get her on the show. Yeah, she's been she's been hitting that one to finally come on the show. Um, speaking of um, underground Airbnbers, <laughs> oh oh, well she wants to keep it underground. She won't know. tell. She she won't say where hers is at. Good, good. but it's in a place where it shouldn't be. Oh, and so yeah. and so um, yeah, but she's had no. She's definitely no a fan issues. of the show, and she's yeah yeah. yeah <laughs> she's had no issues with. I it. don't. That's my thing. I don't. I don't think you can have an issue unless somebody unless someone rats her out straight up. She's had partiers too. She's had issues with partiers, but she's in a place. Her house makes like eight thousand a month. I mean, it, oh, I know it, where it, she's yeah. at. Yeah, <laughs> eight to ten thousand, sometimes oh, twelve thousand, yeah. and so. Um, <laughs> but she has people that party there, and yeah. so um, she's she had probably a lot allows of it too. Yeah, eight to twelve G's. That probably allows. <laughs> <laughs> so what if you spend five hundred to fix a pump? Oh well, you know. <laughs> for real, man. You know, eight to twelve G's. That's a business expense. Oh but, man. We want to dive into some topics? Man, we got a bunch of stuff on here, man. You were writing it out, man. I can just type forever. Yeah, you were. Oh, oh, the 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 share. I got a bunch of share economy stuff. Have you ever heard of Favor? Mm-mm. Man, Favor is a dope app. You can pay somebody to do pretty much anything for you. Like, so this weekend, right when I was got off the plane, um, one of my keys stopped working at my, one of my places, right? So I, got, I was like, dang, man, I ain't going to have time. I'm, like, already tired, just got off the plane. So I got on favor, and I had the guy go pick up my spare key, which is in Key Cafe, share economy thing. Look up Key Cafe if you need that way to exchange keys. Had him go pick it up at Key Cafe, drop it off to the guest, and the guest was able to get in. And I, it was only, like, 7 bucks. What? What? Yeah, $7. <laughs> that's, that's a lifesaver now, for $7. Fa- favor is only in Texas. Holy shit. H-E-B bought it. H-E-B. That's my favorite grocery store. Really? (laughs) Now, this is what I was thinking with Favor. Now, this is the problem with Favor. There's one downfall to it. During the week, 
it's hard. you can't get anyone to do it. Everybody's look, working. Every, yeah. But this is where my idea was. If, if I owned, if I was H-E-B or Favor or whoever, if I was H-E-B, the person that owned Favor, I would sell it to Uber. They have the cars. There you go. I was like, dang, I'm like, the pro-. so I was looking at it because I'm like, okay, it looks like the problem is they don't have any cars on the road. If they, all they have to do is literally sell that to Uber, Uber will instantly take it global. Damn. That, our buddy that does Turo, the one that lives in Dallas, yeah. he, could, he could use it because he's always having, his main issue is the car drop-offs, right? Easy. You should, you should hit he him could, up. You should hit him up. Yeah. And someone else that could. I re- bet you he already does it. Maybe, yeah. Someone else who could definitely have used it is um, the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft. He could have used Favor. <laughs> and he'd be out of a lot of trouble. No, all he had to do was record it. It's legal. <laughs> it's uh, right. <laughs> the cops were recording it. <laughs> no, but, I mean, yeah, so I used Favor. That was dope. And that that's like, I was like, dang, like, like you can, anything. So favor.com or Favor? Oh, no, it's an app. It's called Favor. It's oh, only okay. in Texas, too. I was like, dang. I'm like, if H-E-B was to sell that to Uber, man, they make a killing. Uh, Uber would pay millions for that. Yeah, they'd probably <laughs> pay millions for that. Watch H-E-B who's listening like, oh, really? Do you have the favor app? Oh, yeah, yeah I guess you did. You yeah, used I it already. I need, to, I need to get it. I'm going to download that thing right now before I forget. Because I always say I'm going to do stuff on the show. Yeah. And then I forget. Um, and, and what else did you have for us? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm downloading the favor. Yeah, I did the favor thing. Uh, oh, Airbnb's new feature, the Teams feature. You seen it yet? Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Anything Delhi? No, wait. Yeah, no, that's it. You can, but you can set up your own favor. Oh, okay. I ain't gonna lie though, somebody might get in trouble for that. Hey, I'm gonna put this in your trunk. Don't look in here. Just drop it off. You know, speaking of that, I have, I have I have buddies at work that talked about back in the day. They're from the hood and stuff. He goes, back in the day, you wanted to get. Some drugs, you know. Oh, things <laughs> from one from point A to point B. They would um, they'd have it on them. They'd, they'd hit up a taxi cab, and the taxi cab would take them across town to where they needed to go. Yeah. It's freaking genius. They don't have to drive it in their own car. Not to give anybody ideas. This is you know now they use Uber, but <laughs> pretty much nobody's Get pulling over car. a taxi cab. Yeah, the cops ain't pulling over no taxi cab. You ever you ever watch Power? Uh no, no. Oh, you gotta watch Power, man. Yeah, watch, yeah, you gotta watch Ghost and Tommy, man. The guy he was moving drugs, right? Yeah, yeah. So he bought an ambulance company. <laughs> just, the lady is like, lady's like, ain't nobody gonna pull over no ambulance, Tommy. He was like, oh, <laughs> dude, start moving weight through an ambulance, man. We, you know. But go ahead. That's a great idea. No, I was just saying. Back in the day, they'd use taxi cabs to to go move some product. It's true, it's, man. Uh, it's all types of ways, you know. You got to be, you know. I, I'm not now. We're not. We're not endorsing drugs. Yeah, we're not yeah. endorsing. The- Unless you're in Cali, it's it's legal or Port <laughs> Portlandia. <laughs> Depends on what it is. But yeah. Did you see any um, um, dispensaries while you were there? Yeah. Just to just to tour them, not. To- uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they they got it's crazy up there, dude. Like, like the culture of it. Like, you ever been to Portland? No. Have you ever been to... I've been to wa- wa- uh, Washington. Above, part? Right above part. Um, uh, shit. We Seattle? went to... Uh, right close to Vancouver. We went in Bellingham, which is up Bellingham. Right, okay. right by Vancouver. Yeah, you're right by... Yeah, I, okay. You never... Beautiful. So, God's country. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful God, up there. It's beautiful. Now, this is my next question. Have you ever been to Austin, Texas? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Then you've been to Portland. It's the same exact thing with a bunch of dispensaries. Like, it's the exact same city with a bunch of dispensaries on it. Because Austin don't have dispensaries, though. Yeah. yeah. But it's the exact same type of city feel, everything. Like, the exact... If you okay. go to Austin, you like... You, and you go to Portland, you're like, dang, I'm in the same city. Same city. Yeah, but... Yeah, it's like dispensaries on every single block. Like, it was kind of weird, you know. I was just, like, sitting there and, like, people just walking down the street. Like, because we went down. To, where did we go? We went. We are at my father-in-law's house, and we went to the Airbnb. People just walked down the street. Just, I'm like, <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm, like, forgetting I'm not in Texas. I'm like, oh, Yo, you smoking? I'm like, oh, never mind. Yeah, it's legal out here, you know. But, here. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's, you know, it's pretty cool. It's a cool city. I just, I can't live there, but, you know. Expensive, man. Yeah, it's expensive. You said you um you walked into a restaurant and, and like the record skipped and everybody looked at you. <laughs> oh no, 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 man! Like you know, and it it ain't too many brothers and sisters up there in the northwest. You know, you gotta they got pockets, but there ain't a lot of black people. So like we had walked into a restaurant, which we used. I, I lived there for nineteen years. And then when you leave for 10 years, you go back. It's kind of weird. Uh-huh. You know, you have to get used to it. And I've forgotten, like, that's just the way it is up here. You know, they don't really see much culture up here. Right. You know, they, they didn't say it. Like, when I wrote, they didn't say it. They just were looking like, <laughs> you know, so we walked in. And plus, we were all the way down in Salem, which is Mahogany's hometown. Well, she's from Woodburn in Salem. Yeah. I'm not really from that part. I'm from Portland, which is the exact same thing. But, yeah, and I was just like, they were like, oh, wow, blacks. Like, it was just look, they were just looking at us. And I'm like... I'm serious. I'm like, man, I what never. A, what a Dave Chappelle. Or yeah, yeah. You know, know, I'm like, man, I'll never live up here. I man. bet you're gonna order the chicken, ain't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that type of man. Just, I hate it up there, man. Like, the, it's the culture. Like, outside, like the outdoors, I love it. But everything else is like, uh, yeah, I couldn't live there. But it's a cool place, you know. I tell people, if you've never been, you'll love the outdoor country part. Yeah, of it. yeah. Yeah. I take it it's it's similar to what Washington looks like. It's close by. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very similar. Very similar. Trees, mountains, uh, beautiful. Washington's probably more. I would say I like northern Washington. Out of all the Pacific Northwest, I'm not really a fan of them, but I, I would say I like probably northern Washington, like Seattle, Olympia, Tacoma, then going up there towards like Vancouver, BC. You ever been to Canada? I, I, yeah, I went to Vancouver. Yeah, Man, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, did you cross over to Victoria? No. <laughs> it's beautiful. Now, Victoria's beautiful. Like, yeah. It's just a bunch of islands up there. It's dope. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, oh, but I think we got off subject. I was saying the Teams feature of Airbnb. Okay. You can like pretty much add a person. Like, Okay, the person has to have a new, brand new Airbnb account. Mm-hmm. You just add them to your team, and they can do everything for you. They can you can give them access to whatever you want access to. Like, hey, you just you can have ten, five people on your team. Hey, you do update the listings. You control the price, and you can do that. And they can have like the co-host thing where you have to add them to every listing. You don't have to do that. You pretty much just add them to your team, and they have access to every single listing. Damn. Yeah, it can put some pressure on some PMS systems like Guesty. Having one person be able to do that, it's pretty it's pretty tough, man. But I don't know if I should. Remember a while ago, I had a meeting with Airbnb. Mm-hmm. It was about that. And then they, they were bringing it. Really? Yeah, and they finally brought it. It's it's dope, especially if you have if you have like ten plus listings, even five listings. It, it, you can pretty much hand it off and be done. Damn, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Called Teams, Airbnb Teams. It's smart on Airbnb's part because I mean, instead all yeah. these. 
all these other little um, apps and um, websites popped up to do all these things that Airbnb didn't do. Now Airbnb is just trying to like you know do it all right, one stop shopping. Yeah, and I was wondering because that one percent, like he's like um, I don't know um, what's it called, uh, beyond pricing. Yeah, they getting one percent of the money, but I mean if you add that up, that's a lot of one percent that Airbnb yeah, could get. Yeah, it is. And I think they tried with the smart – like, I don't know. I don't think Airbnb – see, Airbnb is investing more into hotels and stuff. Like, they bought Hotel Tonight. They're investing in hotels. They ain't investing yeah. in their software because I don't think – I don't think they care about becoming a better hosting platform. Like, if I was Airbnb, right, and I just wanted it to be great hosting experience, I would set up all that automated messaging myself. Yeah. Why would you, you know, let all these other companies come in and do it? You know, that's true. That's you know? true. But hey, that they're, I'm not knocking them for investing like that. I'd do it too. <laughs> but yeah, the teams, man. There yeah, the you teams. Go. Well, what you got over there, man. I know you were you were busy in Argentina and everything else. Yeah, I um, I, I wanted at first we were going to title this um, episode "Hotels versus Airbnb: Who's Winning?" And um, mm. excuse me. And um, why why I did that? Because I got a, I got a, a pretty good deal through my work mm-hmm. at a Holiday Inn over there in um, in Corpus, right? Okay. That was that first half of our little vacation. And um, I was like, oh, cool, you know. And I saw the balcony, you know, I was overlooking the the bay right there. I was like, man, this is cool. This is better than Airbnb. Screw Airbnb. And uh, <laughs> and I've been primarily staying. We've been primarily staying at Airbnbs, right? I've mm-hmm. I, I've been doing it for a while. And so I was like, ah, well, you know, I might be changing my tune a little bit. I might be getting into, you know, staying at some hotels, you know, even though they're trying to, Airbnb's trying to, I mean, sorry, hotels are trying to put me out of business. Yeah. <laughs> and so anyways, and, and you stay at hotels all the time and tell me how, how badass they are. <laughs> and, um, but anyways, got to the hotel, you know, did the check-in thing. And, um, and it was, it was a Holiday Inn mm-hmm. right on the water. But man, they 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 letting that thing go. I mean, it's not it's not it's not as pretty anymore. It's starting yeah. to get rough around the edges. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, I just didn't have like a good feel to it. I mean, it was de- it was okay, but um, and plus it was just hotels. It's just one room, mm-hmm. you know, one room, two beds. I brought we brought uh, I brought my daughter Cadence with me, my eleven year old, and um, and then of course my wife and the baby. So mm-hmm. so she had her own bed. I slept with you know my wife and the baby in the middle. And so we had is and but and and I thought it wouldn't be an issue, but I was like, man, you know, at the Airbnbs I stayed at, mm-hmm. it at least was a bedroom separate from the yeah. from the living room yeah. or whatever, and people kind of had more space. So yeah. at first, the thing I noticed was there's the space issue i was like i'm just not used to everybody being in the same spot the whole time someone's got to change turn around you know all that crap and then um okay i went to go see the view right Mm -hmm. opened the the curtains and i was like oh this is a nice balcony nice view freaking door was uh wouldn't open and i was like what the hell and they had bolted it shut (laughs) and i was like (laughs) and then i saw a thing a sticker on there saying um, oh, due to, you know, for safety concerns for our guests, uh, we don't allow the doors, these doors to be open. Sorry for any inconvenience. I was like, I have this badass balcony overlooking the water. I can't even chill out on the balcony and, like, you know, kick back and drink a beer or something. I'm like, I just have to sit there like a, a puppy at the window just yeah. looking out. I was like, this is messed up, man. I started getting a little claustrophobic, man. I was like, what the hell? I can't open a window in this mug. And so... um 
And then there was no microwave. There was not even any, uh, like, a mini fridge. I was like, this sucks. You just, things that you, you started, I started taking for granted. Yeah. Staying at Airbnb, to have kitchens, full kitchens, or at least a little small kitchen or something. And then, um, and then separate rooms. I mean, um, I was just like, man, I was just like, screw this freaking hotel. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I know they're not all like that. Yeah, it sounds like you were just staying at a cheap hotel. I was staying at it was Holiday Inn. You think that's a right on the cheap, water? Man, that's cheap. Yeah, that's Airbnb stops a hole in them, man. It's cheap. <laughs> no, like for real, like because everything you said that you didn't have, I had in the hotel that oh, I was in. Like man. that's where hotels make their money. They make their money off the high end rooms. You know, you know, like person like me, I'm staying for free. So you know, they had a mini fridge in there. They own. I had my own room. Uh, then a whole living room. Uh, I had like a resort style hotel. Now, this is my thing with because I know you were talking about hotels versus Airbnb. Honest opinion and just looking at it, Airbnb isn't a big disruptor for hotels. I'll say this: the a bigger market disruptor in their market is Uber. Hmm. Uber's a way bigger market disruptor than Airbnb. Way bigger. Air, Uber was so big, taxi companies either went out of business or had to get on it. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a disruptor. That's yeah. a disruptor. Like, they literally, Favor app doesn't have car, can't even put cars on the road because of Uber. Jeez. Because <laughs> I'm like, and after I was doing Favor, I was like, dang, man, I'm like, Airbnb really hasn't disrupted the hotel industry because even when I was at South by Southwest, all the big rappers were at the, they were in hotels. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, you know, I, I I think maybe a lot of that is the the music industry is just used to doing business like that for years, maybe. Or Airbnb, well, it's well, just, Airbnb can't really uh, discriminate. Well, now you can't discriminate because there's ways to see the profile picture. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people like even a lot of the. Rock stars, everybody was out there. They was at hotels. People know what Airbnb is. It's a household name. Mm-hmm. So why are people still still like the big names? That's where they can't get. I think that's where they struggle getting. It's the big names because you ain't gonna look at your Airbnb and be like, oh man, Jay Z wants to book your Airbnb. Well, unless it's an Airbnb Select. Plus, <laughs> yeah, you can. Or plus, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think. It, that might be the case. They might say, ah, Airbnb, you know, whatever. They're not a threat to us. But eh, just in case, let's throw some money at some council people just to, just to make sure they don't they can't do business in the same area we're doing business. Yeah. I'm just saying. Also, you have to... Yeah, 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 no doubt. Yeah. It's oh, true. Plus, the swimming pool there at the hotel, crowded as hell. Kids everywhere. I'm like, God damn. That's true. Control and, private. And, yeah, and that's what I, that's Airbnb. Usually we have a, you know, a place that has like a four units, five units. We have our own pool. No one ever bothers us. I mean, it's, it's like, I just, you just get used to these things. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And so just seeing it as that, I'm thinking, and you said it's a cheap hotel, but I, you know, Holiday Inn. I always thought it's Holiday Inn on the water. I thought, nah, be man, nice. you got to go to you, an Omni or something, man. <laughs> that's the Holiday Inn. What? <laughs> Yeah, man, the Holiday Inn right next to the uh, what is it, the Red Roof Inn nowadays, man. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, even like who was, who was it? I forgot what podcast I was listening to. And they were just like Motel Six is like he goes. You can say what you want about Motel Six, but they dominate the motel industry just simply off their name. Oh, strong name, Motel. We'll keep the light on for you, Motel keep Six. The light the, on for man, you, yeah. dude, like. 
You can't knock Motel 6 out. And if you're going to pull up to Motel 6, they're probably going to charge you a good penny, too, for last minute booking. like 70 bucks a night? Yeah. Like, that's what I tell people. Like, I ain't going to lie. That's why I was, when I first started Airbnb, that's why I was always comparing to Motel 6. But then I was, after that guy told me that, I was like, you're right. You can't compete with Motel 6. Every corner, 70 bucks a night. Yeah. You want a prostitution ring? We don't care. <laughs> hey. Hotel, motel. <laughs> For real, man. Oh, That's man. pretty much how hotel, Motel 6 get out. I mean, but they, they're a market disruptor. I've, I've come to the conclusion. I always say that, but then I, you know, I, I, I go back and forth. Yeah. And I've always said about Padre, I'm like, man, it just, to me... Owning a vacation home doesn't doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make financial sense unless you got this. Uh, you got a, a hand me down from your parents. This badass, you know, hotel or condo, condo overlooking the beach. I mean, in the perfect location. You make some money off of it. But if you're gonna go buy one and finance one and try to make money off it, man, it's, the margins are so <sighs> tight. Plus, what sucks is the most of the HOAs don't allow Airbnb. That, well, they they do vacation areas. They pretty much do. Some of them don't. Some of them has to be thirty days or longer. But most mostly, they know that people need to rent them out, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, but man, I mean, but the HOA fees go up every year, and that's just eating into your profits, dude. So I'm like, <clears throat> I almost think now that just invest in um, single family. Well, I'm, I like single family homes. You know, mm-hmm. you could. I mean. Say what you will, but I mean, if you ever need to leave one and bounce and sell it, it's pretty easy to sell a single family home. Whereas if you get into the du- uh, duplex, triplex, um, it's a limited market. People trying to buy those, and the ones that are trying to buy them are investors who want to make money when they buy them. So it's it's a little bit harder if you want to ever try to sell one. How long have you been doing real estate? <laughs> How long have I been yeah. written out? Probably like three years I've been doing it. Three years? Three, maybe. How many times have you wanted to sell? Uh, there's been a couple times. It's been tempting with right. the prices just going sky. How many times have you high. put something on the market and said, forget it, I'm selling this? Zero. So that wouldn't be a problem <laughs> if you got a multifamily home. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, you can worry about that, but your cash flows goes through the roof. Yeah, that's true. That's true, too. Because you got to realize. So you never want to sell. Well, you do want to sell your house. You do want to sell. Your current house, you do want to sell. Or you did. I'm, I'm, oh, I changed my strategy. I'm just going to pull the equity out of that and not pull the equity out of my uh, rentals. So how's that process? How's it going? It's going pretty well. I just got to get all the paperwork turned in. But I'm going to, so I'm going to pull the cash out. The, I'm put, pulling the equity out of my main house. And I'm going to just, because I was thinking about pulling the equity out of my uh, house in Arkansas. I'm like, man, the margins are too good, man. I'm like, thing only cost me a thousand dollars a month all expenses i'm like do i want that to go up to 1200 i'm like nah we'll just pull the equity out of the house you know because they'll let you pull 80 percent, so you're still left with 20 percent equity just in case you want to sell right you can just fix up whatever you want to do so i'm like okay we're just gonna refi after we finish the refinance process we'll either we're gonna look at either buying another house to live in put the five percent down or we'll just buy we'll just uh get a multifamily but you are right multifamilies are expensive so the only way to get in you got to get something off market and i'm truly thinking i really if i buy anything i'm probably buying something off market like a pre-foreclosure i've been networking with a lot of wholesalers man wholesalers people they go door knockers all those people you got to network with them you probably have to get a fixer up or two huh? that's exactly what i'm doing yeah if i can go ahead and grab something low have the equity in it instantly 
to fix it up a little bit, Airbnb it. See, I want something with instant equity. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm aiming for now. You'll find one that's like a mid-level and then start graffitiing on the walls and stuff. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> so that, that's pretty much where I'm at now, you know, about to do, do the refi. And I'm going to do it on my main home because you get a better interest rate. If you do it on a rental, man, I look at that interest rate. I'm like, yeah. as my buddy says, refi till you die. <laughs> yeah, but that refinance rate on a uh, rental, you like, dang, you know. But even if you show them the numbers, they're like, yeah, but this is the interest rate, you know. Damn, they're six percent. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, I think that um, our buddy can. He's, uh, you know, I was originally going to buy his, try to buy his house, yeah. and. Um, but he said his, you know, his wife didn't want to sell it after all sentimental value. But I think a big uh, another part of it was well, first of all, they're killing it in Airbnb on that house, yep. and second of all, when he got it, because like his his plan was to buy, you know, they buy a house and then you know fix yeah. it up and sell it two years later, keep all the profit, and it's one hundred percent tax free profit because they lived in the house two years. Anyways, this was this was going to be one of them, but tax game 101. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Your biggest expense in life is taxes. So learn how to not pay as much taxes <laughs> legally, legally. Trump and, it up. <laughs> and so anyways, he um he kept saying when he was going to contemplating about selling it to me, he's like, "Man, but the thing is, I got this. I got like a three percent interest rate back in the day on that house, and so I'm only my mortgage is like eleven hundred a month. You know, he's just like he just kept saying, "Man, I just you know, it's kind of hard to give that up." And and anyways, they said, "Well, he was going to go ahead and sell it, you know, and, and sell it to me." But but then his wife came through at the last minute, said that she she wanted to keep it in the in the family, whatever. And that's fine, whatever. We found one that we like even better, and it has a swimming pool, yeah. so um, we're happy about how things turned out but anyways um it's just yeah man it's 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 it yeah you're right it's 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 easy to say you hear the bigger pockets people and other people say you know refi pull money out whatever but i'm like well what if that interest rate jumps from three to six you know that's that's a hard one to take but then i think also if there is a recession in the future what do they do they're going to lower interest rates to try to ease Yep. Ease the pain on people, and then you can refi again, right? And get the lower interest yeah, rate. Yeah, straight up. I mean, it's, 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 yeah, you're right, you know. Plus, they got it. Like, Greg Cardone says some real stuff. Like, yeah, single-family homes are a win for the bank. But the bank has to adjust. If markets start changing, they're like, hey, we got to get the interest rate. Because that's how I bought my first house. They lowered the interest rate. Like, hey, you ain't got to put no, you can put a low down payment down, and we'll do the, you know, put in different programs out there, you know. So, yeah. It, it, it all depends on how you know. It just depends on how you work the game. It depends <laughs> it on how you work the game. So it is it a is. game, and in the end, it's just all numbers, ain't it? Straight up, that's yeah. all it is. People are afraid, you know. But you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I I put on here. I'm gonna miss that Airbnb monies. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, we're going. We're going long term with it. With that one, and uh, she's already. Uh, my my new tenant, she's already proven to be like a really uh, really good tenant. Okay. She paid me like that first day. You know, she paid me the um, the deposit, and then this week she's like, you know, I can send you the money early for this this month's rent. Blah blah. blah. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And so um, so I already got that in the bank, and I'm like, man, she's you know she's being pretty good so far. And um, I'm 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 like, it'll be a hands off experience because, and plus. I, I we put it on Facebook so we can go ahead and say it. My, my wife's pregnant. Oh, 
So, <laughs> thank you. I did all the work. And, uh, <laughs> I think she's watching she this. She gets all the glory. What's up, babe? And, <laughs> oh, man. Women always get all the glory. <laughs> but, um, so, so yeah, that's another reason we wanted to, like, get a, upsize the house and get the house. Our, 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 we call it forever home, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't know, babe. What if in a year I start getting that itch again? Because the, the hustle is kind of contagious. It's kind of addictive. Yeah. And um, so, the, so the timing of when we're going to switch over to long term on that house and, and stop Airbnb is pretty good because she would do all the, all the turnovers, right? And she's and she's like, yeah, you know, I'll be getting you know pregnant and and, and not wanting to you know to do that very much. And I say, okay, oh, cool. the and, hardest workers I know, man. <laughs> see, <laughs> man, I, I, I know I, I could outsource I wish, it. I wish oh. I had that much uh, hustle with me, man. I can't do it. <laughs> I call y'all the hustle swatters, man. Hustlers, man. I thought about this, man, because you 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 give me grief about that about because I was I remember one time I guess you were you were texting me I think you were texting me over something and I was like ah, I'm over here you know over here you know I, I'm kind of tied up I'm cleaning the bathroom at the at the Hearst house at the Airbnb and you're like you go what the hell are you doing that for it's <laughs> like I had to do the cleaning and turnover my wife's out of town why did you get somebody man turnover it's like oh, man, I get it I get it. Oh man, and, that's um, funny. And I know, and I always think that the thing is, I work so much freaking overtime. And I, I know I should take a few days off, get my systems in place, and that's the big thing I need to change in my mind. Is get my systems in place because I'm used to just like, you know, that that Airbnb thing. I, I was I was up until the last minute. I was asking you guys, should I make this house an Airbnb or should I go long term? And I, I'm just kind of scared to do Airbnb. And you said, Nah, do Airbnb. It'd be nice. And so it's I was grand, like, it's grand in you to work for money, huh? <laughs> See. But I have outsourced certain things, and I'm getting better at that. I've outsourced cutting the grass. I've outsourced <laughs> cutting the grass, and I have, you know, I've the I cut the two houses, the Hearst house and this house here. And I'll tell you one a funny thing, and one and 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 I remember I had this, I had the day off or something. I was like, you know what, you know, I could save some money, and and, I, and my guy charges, you know, he does a great job, front and back, right? He does cuts the lines perfect. I mean, great job, Mexican dude. Chavez, you know, long care. If y'all need us, y'all need somebody, hit me up. And um, charge thirty five bucks, freaking cheap, right? Yeah. And so, but I was home one day. I said, like, you know, I could save that thirty five bucks. Yeah. I could. Do, I'm, I'm gonna just do it myself today. I still have my lawnmower out there. Yeah. I remember I was starting. I was mowing the front yard, you know, and I always put my sunglasses on. It's pretty bright out there. And I hit a freaking rock or something, man, and it shot up, right? It shot up. Right in my glasses, dude. I mean, right. I mean, it came up like a freaking bullet coming at my eyeball. And I had these dollar store sunglasses on it. Pink. I mean, it scared the crap out of me, you know? Yeah. And I just I jumped. And um and I left like a freaking mark there where the where the pebble. I still have those glasses somewhere because they yeah. saved my eye, man. Because oh. if I wouldn't have had them on, I would have lost my eye, I think. Dang. And after that, I told my wife what happened. She's like, Yeah, you're not you're never mowing again. <laughs> I was like, yeah, thirty five bucks or an eyeball. What the frick? Yeah, man, so, outsource, dog, <laughs> outsource. I have been outsourcing. I outsource. I outsource my plumbing too. I'm easing into it now. You know who Mr. Money Mustache is? Yeah, Mr. Okay, yeah, 
he um he does have a financial independence you know he preaches that you know you know spend less and then ride he ride he live as close to work as you can so you can ride your bike to work and back and he does all this you know tips and stuff which is good stuff and and one of his things is and if you can fix it do it yourself because you get the he goes because whatever that you're capable of doing do it even if you have the money to pay somebody it all he goes he goes it'll it, you'll you might learn something it'll bring you joy it'll bring you appreciation and pride in doing something yourself he's real big on that yeah and so i you know i learned sort of certain things but when i when i'm getting whenever i you know i am you know doing something at the house or fixing something and, and i was like well i could have paid somebody i could have just stayed at work and done. i was like you know what you know but i did I kind of got a little bit of pride out of this because I fixed this one thing at the house right and it looks good and I did that. you know. So there's a balance. I don't have to outsource 100% every true, freaking man. thing. And I, I do need to outsource some more things, but... But you know, you get the pride of doing stuff with your with your hands too. Sometimes, yeah, I got. I sometimes get that. Well, no, I don't. I get pride and joy in watching Sports Center. <laughs> uh, so I'll, <laughs> I'll outsource. I'll be outsourcing, man. Longer than ain't the Lakers highlights. Oh yeah, of course. You got to watch my Lake Show. But no, I mean, <laughs> I understand it. You know, some things like ain't gonna lie. Like with stuff on my computer, like I do that myself. Like I'll build a whole computer myself, take it apart myself, put it back. And you can just buy a computer, right? Yeah, you could. But that's just, but that's just, I don't know if it's a passion, it's art. I just know how to do it. So yeah, you do it and you do get that pride and joy. But yeah, outsourcing, man, it's, this is how I always look at outsourcing. I look at it as I'm helping somebody, somebody else. You know, like my VA, I was able to help her for a year or two or whatever and she you know she was able to move to another state pay bills off you know you have to look at it like that you know and uh it helped her right, you know? right so right. you have to look at it as you're helping you're helping somebody else that's right. how i look at it you know and, I, and i'm seeing that more and more i've seen that like successful let's just go like even you know a successful manager at a little you know freaking let's say a little store a little um or whatever little job place a successful manager he hires brilliant people, puts them in the right spots, and lets them, uh-huh. you know, lets them do the work and and brings the company up. You know, uh, an unsuccessful manager would be like a micromanager, like mm-hmm. be on everybody. No, do it this way. This, you know, be on their asses and try to do everything and, and not let not letting people, kind of like uh, Jerry Jones running the Cowboys kind of thing. And um, so I'm seeing this, and and I listen to um, I listen to a Tim Ferriss podcast, and I, and I told you Ferris. he. He he interviews a lot of um, CEOs, a yeah. lot of billionaires, and you know founders, and and a common theme is they they go out and find the talent to help them get to where they need to get. Uh-huh. They know that they can't do everything, and they and the ones that try fail because they just get burned out or you know it just becomes overwhelming. But as soon as they start finding like people to help them, you know partners or you know even a co-founder or or just you know smart people to handle certain tasks i mean that's when everything just starts going like gangbusters for them yep and i'm starting to see that and so yeah if if i um can't do everything yourself that's funny you said that man because like you always say your network is your net worth exactly and i'm i'm about to cuz one thing i am looking for is a counselor and a life coach oh shit those are two things I'm looking for right now. Is um, Tony Robbins available? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> got to pay him 60 G's, dog. 60 G's I ain't to got say it. hi. I ain't got it, player. <laughs> no, nah, um, but no, nah, man. Like, I'm serious. Like, you, like, 
I think you said it the other day. You were like, man, I've never seen a successful person that didn't have a life coach. I've seen that. That's a current. That's a theme on the Tim Ferriss show too. All these yeah, billionaires, bro. they all have life coaches. Man, I'm like, dang. Every last one of them. That's crazy. Something we would never. I would never think of hiring something like life that. coach. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking for one. Definitely, like that's some. Because let's say you wanna, you wanna, you know, lose weight. You you get like a you get a what's it called a, a like what your mahogany does yeah a, a, a personal trainer personal trainer if you're really really serious about it you get a yeah. personal trainer if you um, want to uh, you know eat right you know you talk to a dietitian you talk to an expert right yeah and if you want to even get your head straight talk to a psychiatrist and um, but no one ever thinks about uh, I guess except for the ultra successful people about yeah. a life coach i mean your most important thing how to run your life i mean it helps how to run your life how to run your life <laughs> yeah to... i've been meeting people man, like yeah i have a life coach i'm like a what coach but no it's <laughs> like the truth you know you got to get you a life coach man like they really... I was like lebron james most you know best basketball player on the planet but he still needs coach. he still needs a coach yeah Exactly. He needs a coach to coach the team. He's not going to coach the team. He, well, know. I don't know, man. <laughs> that's a bad example. Yeah, that's a bad example. <laughs> uh, Kobe and Jordan, we'll say they, they need coaches, man. LeBron, man, I don't know. He, he's, he's coach coach, LeBron. Yeah, he'll, he'll coach a team straight into the ground. Damn. But no, <laughs> but no I mean, but no, man, you, you, you do. You need a coach, man. You need somebody there that you can depend upon who can give you some game. You know, um, Matter of fact, because I was um, – me and my my wife, we had suggested one of our family members become a life coach. They've ran so many different businesses. I'm like, you have experience that you could teach somebody. I'm like, you've ran four or five businesses, owned real estate, owned commercial real estate. And it's like she didn't think about it because when you're doing that stuff, you, you sometimes lose your value. You're like, you, you'll sometimes focus on what's going wrong mm-hmm. instead of looking at your overall value and what you can bring to someone. Right, right. You know, and I was like, dude, I, like you could literally be someone's life coach. Wow. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Maybe you and I will be life coaches in the future if we figure things out. We're already <laughs> financial coaches, you know. Oh, yeah, you're, we're helping out. We're yeah, helping we're out helping, coach people. You know, we, 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 yeah. we do a little bit. Got a 1-800 number. Hit us up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll charge you for that. <laughs> but, yeah. If you're good at something, why do it for free? There you go. Um. So, on that note. Good place to stop the ep. You want to roll another ep? Yeah, we might be able to roll another Yeah, we it's can roll. be a short one. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we can roll another one. Okay, well, this has been a great episode, and we, you know, we'll leave you hanging with we got some more good stuff to talk about on the, um, on out there in the Facebook world. If y'all want to stick around, we're going to roll another ep. And um, for y'all listening in the podcast world, we will see you next week, or not see you, but we will speak at you, and you will hear our um, great musings. And... <laughs> <laughs> hopefully hopefully what we're doing is helping out a little you know it's fun to it's it, this is fun and and all the feedback is great and we love um we love helping out man and yeah. as micah says for a price <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah man but it's been, all the time. It's, it, it's been real you know we like helping out um by the way hit us up live let thrive at what gmail.com you can yeah. also hit us up on um hit us up on facebook Hit us up on, uh, I'm always on Instagram. Hit us up on there. IG? Yeah, you can hit us up on Share, Beam, Share Bed and Breakfast, or you can hit me up at the uh, Live, Let, Thrive. I'm always posting something. I ain't posted in a while. But, yeah, man, hit us up. We always got some good information for you. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, Steve-O, Micah, 
Uh, Live, let, thrive. Peace out. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.